The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days for Jesus to be taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent his messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there, but they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven and consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. So in our gospel reading today, Luke is really trying to make us look at it uh, really deeply. Um, We might be caught off guard and might just go to what looks to be kind of a out there type of a comment by James and John, should we ask for you know, to call down fire and brimstone. But Luke is really trying to get us to look at what's going on. Um, There's some interesting things. If we go back to our American Standard Bible, there's some footnotes in there about uh, the words that we're reading and the emphasis that Luke is giving us. One of them says at the very beginning, says there is literary literary design here. This starts what has been called in the Gospel of Luke, the Jerusalem journey. It is not a straight line trip, but a journey to meet his fate. It also says uh, when in the very beginning, it says um, he had set his face, uh, it says, He set his face, a Semitic idiom that speaks of a firm, unshakable resolve to do something. So Luke has picked words to to start us off to get us to see that there's something special going on here. And of course, at the end, we see John and James saying, let's call down uh, fire and consume the Samaritans, which is another clue. Um, the Samaritans, we've, we've all heard that, you know, the Jews and the Samaritans uh, didn't like each other. They had a lot of problems. Um, it goes back uh, many years, and we might recall, especially in the life of Elijah, that he had a lot of interaction with Samaritans. And it was in Samaria, you might recall the story of Elijah Um, taking on the uh, pagan god of Baal. Uh, They had an altar built to Baal, and Elijah said, that's not a real god, and he put them to the test. He said, "Let's, let's have your god against my god. And he built an altar for our god, and he called the prophets of Baal to... um, prepare a a steer and have their God uh, consume it in fire. And nothing happened. 
and Elijah kept egging them on. And uh, you may recall that Elijah said, okay, it's my turn. And uh, he built up wood and he, he said, uh, he had the other prophets come in. He says, throw some water on it. Uh, and they did that. And he says, well, throw some more water on it. And so he, they did that. And it's the third time they did it. So the, the bowl that was holding the wood was filled up with water. He says, now I'm going to call on my God. And God threw down fire and consumed the steer, the, the sacrifice. There was also uh, an indicator that Luke gives us. Um, the very beginning, or sort of the ending of Elijah's life, begins in the book of Second Kings. And it starts off the final journey of Elijah before he's going to ascend. It's really what Luke has said here. When the days for Jesus to be taken up, and this word is ascension. It's the same word that was used in 2 Kings. Elijah had another unique uh, occurrence in the land of Samaria. Uh, the king was out to get him. Uh, Elijah was running from the king, and the king was coming to get him, and he sent a captain and 50 uh, military men. And Elijah said, if I'm a man of God, then God, bring down fire and consume them. And it happened. So the king sent another captain with 50 soldiers, and Elijah did it again. He said, if I'm a man of God, then let God throw down fire. And it happened again. Third captain, he was a little smarter. He came up and said, please, spare my life. Just come down and talk to the king. And so he did, because the angel of the Lord told him to do that. We're still in Luke chapter 9. I can't help but think that John and James, they get, they get a bum rap here. They just were on the mountain of transfiguration with Jesus. They just saw Elijah. This happened just, you know, recently in, in Luke. It's in the same chapter. James and John, uh, I, one other point, Jesus has also said, who do you say I am? And many were saying, Elijah. Jesus is using all of this, and Luke recognizes it. There's a different way. There's a very different way. God has gone down the path with Elijah and with other events in the Old Testament to show his power. And now he's going to do even something greater. Jesus is saying there's a there's a better way. It's not by force. It's not by fire that people are going to be saved. It's something greater. And I think that greater, and we find it in Colossians 1.24. Paul says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church. The better way, the more powerful way, is our suffering. 
combined with Christ. That's more powerful than than fire that's going to come down. And this is what Jesus is starting to try and tell us. And Luke recognizes this in the final journey as he's going to Jerusalem. He is steadfast and he's got resolve that he is going to make us recognize our participation with Jesus for all eternity. That's what Luke is trying to do in this story, and John and James help him. And we can remember that Peter did something similar when he said, should I build booths? It's all pointing towards us and our participation with Jesus. Let us stand and offer our prayer.